Hi, and welcome to another great message from Noosa Church. We pray that you're impacted and inspired by this teaching. For more information and service times, check out our website at noosa.church. Enjoy. Well, good morning, church. Uh, my name's Andy, or Pastor Andy, or Boss Frog. It is an honour to be with Noosa Church this morning. How good is worship? How good is worshipping in your own home? Uh, it just goes to show, you know, God's everywhere. You know, not just in a building, but uh, everywhere. And, and the musicians and singers. Let's give them a big round of applause here at home. Let's clap loud. I can see you. Well done. Well done. Uh, but it is a great honour to be here uh, at the home of the frog in Noosa. And uh, I was really honoured when Pastor Josh rang me to say, Andy, can you come do a Sunday? And I thought, oh, fantastic. And I rocked up and no one's here. So he obviously really values me as a guest speaker. But there was one person here since February that hadn't woken up yet, Dwayne Potter, uh, you know, which is guaranteed to sleep through every message. Uh, so hope you're at home, Dwayne. Uh, you know, wake yourself up, mate. It's going to be a ripper this morning. But it's an honour to be here uh, to share the word. And, and obviously, uh, just a little my background. Uh, I'm a pastor at a church at, at City Point down in Bris Vegas. And, uh, but also honoured to run a program called Red Frogs. And uh, Red Frogs equips thousands of volunteers every year to safeguard a generation through schoolies weeks and music festivals and universities and board rider events and high school events. So this season has been very unusual for us uh, because events is what we do. We're like Australia's biggest party crashes. Uh, where there's a party, we rock up with... Uh, 24 tonnes of Allen's Red Frogs, 100,000 pancakes in a year. Uh, we go through over 500,000 cups of water in our festivals. But the events are now on hold and events are, you know, not there. But for, for us, Froggies really are not in the event business. We're actually in the people business and the people are still there. So in this time, it's just adjusting to your environment and every season has its challenges. Every season in life that we go through, we have to adjust and adapt. And it's like every season of summer going into winter, you adapt by getting out the jumpers and getting out the, the warm uh, thermals like past the Josh's, uh, you know, Tiger King leopard thermals that he wears during winter. Uh, you know, we, we adjust into those seasons. And this is purely another season, another season we've adjusted. But as Red Frogs, we've had to do that and knowing that we're not in the event business, but in the people business, uh, it's about it really uh, ministering to people is our main thing and supporting people through this time. And in Australia, you might not know this, but there's 100,000 student resident beds in Australia and a lot of internationals that have been uh, stranded in our country and are there away from family, isolated in their rooms. So our guys have been incredibly inventive all around Australia by reaching out, dropping out care packs outside their rooms uh, for those students. So we corrected online games nights and we have things like uh, check-in Tuesday and self-care Sunday where uh, some crews have been so creative in creating uh, three online rooms uh, through a platform Zoom and uh, they've done one room's a games room with online games another's a movie room just Netflix and chill and the other's coffee coffee and chat where you get your own coffee bring it and have chats and some of the things out there has been amazing on how people are connecting through that time but again people have been uh, is the biggest uh, thing in life and I think this season has been through it through sometimes a challenging season there are positive some positives that come out of challenging seasons and one is that you know when life's stripped back 
what's really important. With life stripped back, what's really important? And the important things are people and relationships. And so today, I want to have a look at, at, at uh, you know, for me, you know, things have been stripped back and, and things have, I have to reassess, you know, what is important? What are some of the principles in my life that are my foundations to do life? And one of those is family. One of those is relationships in that. But what I want to share this morning is some tips on, on and principles I found as the boss frog over 23 years of seeing um, some amazing things happen around my life where, you know, we look after 1.4 million Aussies a year now and, and in nine countries around the world and uh, some of the leading and harm prevention areas. And, and I've seen this amazing thing happen around me, but in that I found core principles, core foundations that are like just, just principles that work. And, and like gravity is a principle. You throw a ball in the air, it drops down. You throw a bottle in the air, it drops and breaks. You know, there's principles that just work. And I just want to share with you this morning just some principles I found in my life that are like my anchor points. And I think in Challenging Seasons too, it's about having anchor points, having those anchor points that are just so solid that they keep you from swaying, keep you from moving, keep you from the pressures of life dominating and, and you being secure and solid in those times. So just going to have a look at a few uh, things and principles I've found in this journey and also in this journey of life and foundations for me. Uh, for me, I guess some of my core principles, uh, one thing I've found is this, is I can do anything I want in life if I include others. I, like you can do anything you want in life if you include others. And this is a real principle foundation I learned in life, particularly on the journey of Red Frogs. And uh, one of our big programs is schoolies. And, and for everyone at Noosa, they head to the Gold Coast for schoolies. And uh, we do 17 locations around Australia looking after 80,000. But I quickly saw in our first couple of years that, hey, there's bigger needs than just what I can do, that I'm limited. I have limited capacity. I have limited abilities. I'm only one part of a massive jigsaw puzzle. But I quickly saw that I can do anything I want in life if I include others. See, we can't do schoolies by ourselves. We need Gold Coast Ambulance. We need the Department of Communities. We need Beyond Blues Mental Health Training. We need uh, the police great support down there. We need Nestle and their donations of frogs. We need Optus and their Red Frog Hotline and their charity plan they run for us that, that support red frogs. And we need Drug Arm. We need Rosies. We need all those organisations and together we can have a Red Hot Go at Schoolies. See, by ourselves as Red Frogs, we would get dominated. We couldn't do Schoolies. We need others. And that's like in life. You need others. You can't do this journey by yourself. Don't get isolated by yourself at the moment. Reach out to people. We, and need, need gives us a reason to reach out. I know at schoolies, when we, we're dealing with mental health issues, when we're dealing with severe alcohol intoxes, when we're dealing with all this activity around us, we had to reach out to the people that knew things about those things to come in and safeguard. And together, we're stronger. Together, we can make a difference. And I really challenge you at this time, don't get isolated in these times. Reach out to people. You are in a great church. This is a great church, which amazing people. But reach out for others, but also become the answer you want to see. Be, be the answer to someone else. Reach out to someone at this time. Don't allow your friends to be isolated. Don't allow your workmates to be isolated. Don't allow 
the isolation feeling because together you can do anything. Together you can achieve. Together you can win. And again, that major principle, I can do anything I want in life if I include others. So then that makes me, when I realise I, I need others and I can't do this by myself, I then value others and learn to appreciate others' strengths around me and around my life as well. Also, another big principle in life I've found and a, and a big thing i found in this whole journey is this, is and a principle I've learned in a, a foundation for me is I've learned to seek significance and not prominence in life. I've learned to seek significance and not prominence in life. I was very blessed when I came into this whole church deal. I come from a totally non-church background. And, and one of the first pastors I met was Pastor Marshall Anderson, who's part of Elevation Church on the Gold Coast. He pioneered churches down in Tasmania and Yamba. Amazing, amazing pastor. But I've been so blessed to have this man in my life as one of my first examples of what a Christian was. Because coming into a faith journey, it's foreign to me, totally foreign to me. You know, I thought, you know, Christians are a big bunch of Ned Flanders out of the Simpsons, you know. Like, uh, it, I didn't have a clue what this whole thing was about. But, but I watched this guy demonstrate to me what real faith looked like, what real faith demonstrated. And when I w went to church, I, I, I noticed a lot of people love being around in crowds. They love being around their friends. They love being around the, the guest speaker, you know, or... The, 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 the in people. But I watched this, part, this guy, Marshall Anderson, and he would go sit with people that no one else was sitting with. He'd go talk to people that no one else were talking to. He'd go and give lifts home to people that were 45 minutes away while everyone else was going to Grilled and Guzman's and out for coffee and hanging out. And I watched him uh, week after week, month after month, give his time to people that weren't prominent but, but in his eyes and in, in, in God's eyes are significant. And then I caught the Marshall disease and I, I'd start to go to church and then I wanted to go out, you know, for coffee. And at, at that time, being a young single uni student, you know, I, I was checking out a few, you know, cheeky babes and the whole, whole scene and that. And, uh, and with that, I, they were all going out to coffee, all going out to, uh, to, to with other people. And then a person, would, would eyeball me at, at church and come over to me. And I knew they were going to ask for a lift home. And they lived, you know, to, the, to, to like the equivalent of Gympie from here, away. I knew they were going to ask me, Andy, can I give you a lift home? So I tried my Christian uh, cloak of invisibility by I'm not here, I'm not here. Hi, Andy, how are you? Oh, I didn't work again. And they asked me, Andy, can I have a lift home? And I went through, my mouse ran over all the options of all the excuses. Sorry, got to go home and study, as if students do that. Sorry, don't have enough petrol in my car. Sorry, the cat drowned in the pool and I'm hanging around the clothesline to dry it out. But I went, nah, say yes. I said, yeah, I'll give you a lift home. Now, it was the fastest lift home they've ever gotten as I've gotten them home and then back to where my cheeky babe was, you know, to do some tuning points. But week after week, time after time, I learned to seek significance over prominence, not to just be with the in people, not just to do be, be seen but be unseen and that's the thing with frogs is a very prominent program now but but it started with youth clubs running youth clubs of skaters for eight years of people not knowing what we're doing and the first four years of frogs no one had a clue what we were doing we're giving out lollies to children on the street you know they thought we were, were weird you know and and you know should we arrest these people but see in those times it's doing significant things over a long period of time bring prominence we're in a place now to be significant. 
you're not in the limelight. You're not being seen. But it's significant with things. It's those little calls we do to people. Those significant actions that no one else sees it brings prominence to your life. And I really encourage you, live a life of significance. Don't seek prominence. Prominence will seek you if you're significant. But be a significant person and be consistent in it and loving those ones that, that no one else sees, that no one else loves. And that to me is true Christianity. Also another point is this, a real big foundational thing in my life and what I've really learnt uh, in my journey is this, and a real principle I've learnt, is how to turn frustration into fuel. How to turn frustration into fuel. Now, I can't, I'm just going to vent a little bit because I need to vent. You know, I've been isolated myself. I need some uh, venting time right here. But I just hate social media whinges. I just, everything's online at the moment. I hate whinges. I think there should be a wedgie squad for whinges. You know, they're just whinging like, oh, it's the council's fault. It's the state government's fault. It's ScoMo's fault. It's Donald Trump's fault, which is sort of half true. It's Kim Jong-un's fault. You know, it's everyone else's fault, but ours a lot of the time. And I've got a principle in life of learning to turn frustration into fuel. I quite often realise that the thing I'm most frustrated about is a thing I'm supposed to do myself, but I want to project. I want to blame everyone else. And then I want to criticise everyone else because they're not doing it. But, but really, I'm throwing rocks, but am I doing it? You know, what's, what, how not, can I become the answer I want to see? And this is very evident to me with the principle I live by is I'm not prepared to criticise someone I'm not doing anything about. For example, uh, we had the G20 summit in Brisbane a few, few years ago. All the world leaders, 20 world leaders came to Brisbane and a major refugee advocacy group was doing protests in Musgrave Park. And they asked us as Red Frogs, Andy, would you come and protest about refugee rights? I said, mate, I'd feel pretty uncomfortable about that because we don't do any English speaking classes for refugees. We don't do any clothing accommodation services. We don't do any micro business enterprises. We don't do any English speaking classes, but you do that. You're a great organization. But what we can do is come down to Musgrave Park, set up our pancake trailer and just feed your guys and give them water and do a water station because I don't feel comfortable about criticizing the government I'm doing nothing about. Now, in the drug and alcohol space, I'm more than happy to talk in the media. I'm more than happy to make comments on how we can turn the, the, the alcohol binge drinking culture. I'm more than happy to talk in that space because I'm doing something about it. See, a principle of life is turn your frustration into fuel. Don't become a winder in life. Become the change you want to see. If you want to see change in a part of your life, if you want to see change in this world on this planet, you need to become the answer you want to see. Turn that frustration and fuel. Use frustration. It can be a powerful tool. Don't become a hater. Don't become a whinger. You know, don't become a, just another social media hater out there. Haters love to hate. That's all they do, but they do stuff all about it. Become the answer you want to see. Turn that frustration and fuel. And also, finally today, I just another core principle and foundation to live by, I, I believe. And this is a big one. And for those that, that, that hear me every year, I say this every year, the power of little is great. The power of little is great. If you want to be a big influencer on this planet, it's not the big things you do. It's not the big time you donate. It's not the big checks you write, although that's really good writing big checks. The Noosa CAC, the details are on the screen. That's a good thing if you can do that. But it's the power of little is great. 
And it's amazing this. If everyone just does one thing, everyone just does a little thing, what an amazing impact that is in our community. And particularly times like this too, where challenging times, you know, little things mean so much to people. Those little calls, those little uh, Facebook messages, those, that little care pack you drop off to your neighbour to do a grocery run for the, the, the um, elderly people down the road, to mow someone's lord. Those little things you do mean everything to people. And this was demonstrated to me when I was running my youth clubs uh, back in the day and we had a young uh, guy on his bike come down a hill and, and it just hit this car and he just careered into the front windshield of this car, full body slam into the front windshield, rolled off, broke his pelvis and it actually put him in hospital for five weeks. And I got our guys to go down to the local convenience store, pick up a card, and we all rode in it when he went to hospital. Hey, mate, we're praying for you. Mate, we're just you know, praying you get better and recover well. And we dropped it up to the hospital room. And then I ended up running into this kid only a few years back. And he comes up to me. He goes, Andy, do you remember me from youth club days? I go, yeah, mate, how are you? He goes, he goes, yeah, not too bad now, but I wasn't good. For nine years, I was into drugs. For nine years, I was struggling. For nine years... I, I, I just was in a really bad place, addicted to drugs. And there were two times where I just felt like ending it. Two times I felt like giving up. Two times where I didn't have the strength to go on. And just before I was going to end it, just before I was going to give up, I remember that card that you guys gave me and the words you wrote in it. And I just knew someone cares for me, someone's praying for me, and I couldn't go through with it. And I just want to thank you for saving my life. And just amazing, absolutely floored me, absolutely floored me. Like all the hairs on the back of my neck stood up and all the hairs on my back stood up too, which is quite a few. And a $1.50 card saved this kid's life. A $1.50 card saved this kid's life. It is not the big things you do, the power of little is great. And there's no greater time than the power of little things right now. There's no greater time than reaching out and doing those little things. And it's about doing the opposite to how you feel. Sometimes we want to retreat into our caves and retreat just binging on Stan and Netflix and binging on just uh, Call of Duty and games and binging on these things and retreating. It is not a time to retreat. It is a time to reach out with the power of little. And as we do those things, as we do those, realize that life's not meant to be lived by ourselves. There's, there's power in number, there's power in together. There's power in doing significant things. There's power in turning frustration into fuel. There's power in the little things we do every day. So I just want to pray for you uh, in this season and, and pray that God a blessing for your household and thank you for inviting me into your living room this morning. I know you're, I'm the last person you want to see on TV while you're trying to eat cereal and, uh, and, and do church at the same time. But I just want to pray a prayer of blessing for you and your family that, that, that God, you, that you know that you are connected, that you know that you are together as a family this morning. And as we've come together as a family, I just want to pray for every family that's represented here in this church. Well, Father, we thank you for this uh, amazing privilege it is to serve you. We thank you, Father, for the amazing gifts and talents on our life. God, that, that God, we are not meant to be alone and not meant to be isolated, but connect together, God, to be an incredible answer in our world. God, we thank you that you can teach us, God, how not just to be frustrated, but how to turn that frustration 
into fuel. And God, we just pray this week that every need will be met. God, that everyone that's in a really difficult situation, God, your provision will be there. And God, I just pray a prayer of blessing. I just pray that your tangible love would fill households right now. And God, I thank you for the amazing work that this church is doing and the incredible work it's doing through its food bank and clothing and the impact it's having in our community. And we just lift up the community of Noosa. We just lift up every family this morning, God, that your blessing and hand and provision will be on this place, in this town, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, thank you very much, church. It has been an honour to share this with you. We hope you've enjoyed this teaching, that you've been encouraged and challenged. To stay up to date with our latest messages, you can subscribe to our podcast. For more information, resource or service times, please check out our website at noosa.church.